things. Oh, so, you yeah. know, watch your just mirrors smile, and smile. And slow down and say, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. Love you. Bye-bye. Just very, very careful driving yeah. is in order if you're not used to the Michigan style of driving. That's true. I'd which, say. Which is basically mayhem. Yeah, I'd say that there's madness and mayhem all around, swirling around us right now as it is. And so the best plan of action is just to pray, pray, always pray. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Renegade Solutions is a White Buffalo Woman production. It's engineered today by Christine. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Alex, for Kristen. Kristen. I'm Sarah Harrard for Black Box Radio. Right now, I'm talking to lecturer Terry McGinn. You hand off this box, a box of chocolates. Would I know to stay away? What's that? Hand off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN. Good evening at 6.30. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and... Okay, quick, quick quick question here. What is one of the few things you can bring on a plane right now? One of the few liquids you can bring on a plane? That's right, breast milk. You can bring breast milk on a plane. It is allowed even today. It is National Breast... <laughs> it's Breastfeeding Awareness Month in Michigan. And I'd like to air a show from March about breastfeeding. Yes, as Charmy said, she is now here. She's going to be virtually here in just a moment when she was really here a moment ago, if that all makes sense. Now, I want to talk quickly about La Leche League of Ann Arbor and La Leche League International. It's an opportunity, if you want to know more about breastfeeding, you can talk to people in La Leche League. They have monthly meetings. You can get telephone help on breastfeeding. They have a lending library with books on childbirth, breastfeeding, and related subjects. And that's La Leche, that's L-A space L-E-C-H-E, League. Their phone number is 332-9080. That's La Leche League of Ann Arbor at 734-332-9080. And we're going to go right into the show from March about breastfeeding. But first of all, that was a public service announcement, and so is this. Oh, hello, special lady. I think it's time for a little one-on-one conversation. Talking about my baby, baby. Oh, not you, baby. Our baby, baby. A recent scientific study of lactation. Magical lady, gonna get down to business. Gonna turn the lights down for a slideshow on childhood disease resistance. Wonderful woman, if you do breastfeed, a little baby will be at less risk for respiratory illnesses. Hey, I'm just talking about breastfeeding. Educate your sweet self at 800-994-WOMAN or 4woman.gov or talk to your health care provider. Babies were born to be breastfed exclusively for six months. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the Ad Council, and this station. Baby. Okay, it's Pandora's Lunchbox, and now back to March. March, which is now, in a way, with Charmy Golson and Mars Doritas. 
there's been a lot of talk in the news lately about the fact that uh, a woman was breastfeeding at the YMCA in a pool, and as it turned out, she was asked not to do that because it was food in the pool area. Food and drink in the pool area. That's amazing. So no lactating mother should even be in the pool because she's <laughs> carrying beverages right into the pool. I mean, it's practically a vending machine. Wow. You might as well just take a big vending <laughs> machine and stick it in the middle of the pool. I mean, people could crash into it and hurt themselves. So that's basically the story there, and uh, it caused some controversy, and the Y had to answer a lot of questions. And they had a big nurse in. They did have a nurse in, as a matter of fact. Or nurse out, sometimes Right, nurse called. out, I guess. Wow. And some women said, this is the first time I've been able to get out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Young nursing mom. Yeah. Oh, good for them. So what's happened since then is that the Ann Arbor City Council uh, voted 10 to 1 to approve two ordinances that would allow a woman to breastfeed anywhere in places of, quote, public accommodation, unquote. And what happens is, for some reason, city councils vote twice, certainly Ann Arbor does, and they're going to be voting a second time on Monday to finalize it, possibly. They voted 10 to 1 in favor of it, so I I don't imagine there would be 10 reluctant yeses (laughs) suddenly changing their minds, but that's what's going on with the vote. And the question becomes, what is a place of public accommodation? Because the YMCA, actually, as a person from the YMCA said, uh, 80% of the place is available, and and women can breastfeed in 80% of it, but not in the pool area. Her other children happen to be in the pool where she was watching them. Right. And it's probably a good idea to watch your kids. I you, think so. Yeah. So this, these are some issues that I thought would be interesting to talk about, but also breastfeeding itself, because it can be politicized just purely by saying, oh, breastfeeding is bad, breastfeeding is good, or whatever, as an issue, as a political issue, or a newspaper article or something, but breastfeeding itself. is Yay. food. Yes. <laughs> it's food, and this is a show about food. Yes, indeed. Food and comfort food. Comfort oh, food, that's so sweet. <laughs> it is very sweet. It's too bad neither of us have little nursing babies. I know. We're like old, it's eight, ages ago, yeah. it seems. But, um, I babysat our uh, one-year-old nephew. The six-year-old was there, too, but the one-year-old was trying to have his way with me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, blame another, we blame another aunt for, for letting him go all the way, putting his <laughs> hand down her tank top. <laughs> So what do you want to know about breastfeeding, Michael? Well, I guess one thing I, I noticed was that the, there is a La Leche League. Yes, there is a La Leche League. La Leche League. Which, of course, means milk. Yes. La Leche is the milk And have you, in Spanish. you been involved with that at all, or did you participate not in that me. at all? Did you? Not me either. I, uh, I, I was lucky enough at age 19 when I got pregnant um, to be hanging out with hippies. Ah. And uh, Whitley Hill, who's like mm-hmm. singer, songwriter, former choreographer at the time, Whitley Satrakian, uh, when I told her I was pregnant, she said, Oh, Sharni, you're not going to the hospital to have your baby, are you? And I was like, What? Where, where, am I supposed to go to the parking garage? What is she talking about? But I, you know, I've had my kids at home, and I was uh-huh. really lucky enough to hang out with midwives and people who respected yep. and honored the birthing process and me as a woman and as a mother. So I didn't um, I didn't go to any... I mean, when you're 19 and you have a baby... I mean, I danced on point till a week before I had him anyways. I mean, when you're 19, you're like a superhuman sort of thing, you know? Um, I just nursed your... You just, the baby comes out of your body. That's how they're born. And then you nurse them. You put your breast in the baby's mouth, and they suck. 
and this food comes out. It's pretty basic. I could never understand, although I'm not going to judge other women for their choices, but I could never understand what on earth would compel a mom to purchase, carry around, Mm -hmm. and feed to their children other forms of food because it just seems so easy that your explanation of what happened at the pool uh, makes perfect. I mean, I wouldn't even think to like nurse. Uh, it just becomes the position you're holding the baby in, nursing baby, doing dishes, watching other oh, yeah. kids, doing everything one handed. Doing everything one handed. It just becomes part of life. And so I wouldn't. I w- if I had been that mother, I wouldn't have thought twice about it either. Although I don't think that I would carry a nursing baby on a wet pool surface because I w- wouldn't want to fall. True. But if I were sitting on the edge, yeah. perhaps, or I don't know what. But I can tell you about breastfeeding. When you first give birth to a child, this is how cows make milk for people. Cows have to be in a perpetual state of pregnancy or birth. Or are wet in, nurses, right? They're wet nurses or, or shot up with hormones to make their body think they're pregnant or, mm-hmm. or, or just given birth. Um, because as mammals, you don't make milk, really, ordinarily, unless you've had a baby. So you have your baby. You nurse your baby for a couple of days. They get colostrum, you know, but yeah, colostrum, rich, thick, really wonderful, yep. high in antibodies, really perfectly made for human baby food. Hmm. And it, you know, keeps them well and boosts their immune system. Pisses them off a little bit, though, at the end. I ha- oh, am I not supposed to say that on the air? I do uh, on my show. No. I, do not say that on Pandora's Lunchbox. Uh, you just did. So. <laughs> okay. I think that's so. So that's so keep going. That's okay. Keep going. All right. Keep sorry. Going. It's good. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, my babies, because I have big, fat boys. Oh, yeah. I had big, nice, rounded Reuben's cherubs, <laughs> is what I was told. Oh. They looked like Reuben's babies. Because <laughs> they didn't have wrists. They had those lovely dimples. Dense. Yeah. Little I dimples. Hate, hate infants with wrists. Oh. Usually the sign of a baby that's not having a chance at breastfeeding. It's true. Oh. Breastfeeding babies are big, fat, really, really plumped up little guys. They don't spit up quite so much. Their poop doesn't smell bad, That's literally. Um, but I, the colostrum lasts a couple of days, and usually by the end of a couple of days, my babies were mad. Like, hello, <laughs> where's the real food? Mm. And uh, then it comes in, and then you understand why cows moo. <laughs> <laughs> your breasts get like just—it's like wet sand. It's really, really packed in there, and then. Um, and I'll just say hair dryers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hair dryer. Thank you to the U, U of M nurse midwives for giving me the tip. Hair dryers, I have it on my tool bench, have it in the bathroom, good for anything that ails you. Do you want to explain this to Mike? I, I do need an explanation. <laughs> okay. Really clear, yeah. For all sorts of healing and, uh, well, when you, when that milk first comes in and you get ginormous. Engorged. And, and uh, very hard. Yes. <laughs> um, just... Frozen uh, washcloths alternating with warm heat really helps the mother. And uh, I had a bit of mastitis, right? Is that how, is that how, no, that's mastitis, that. Mastitis, no, yeah. That, is that the word? A little, a little like impacted red. nodes. Yeah, and uh, you really need that baby to keep nursing. Yeah. Keep at it because it'll just get worse. Mm-hmm. Don't give it a try. And nursing, breastfeeding is supply and demand. So the more the baby nurses, the more your body makes. And also a good form of... Um, well, not, not a perfect ah, one. No <laughs> birth control. Yeah, on-demand nursing. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't take anything for granted no, in my house. No, that's true, too. We make babies really easily. 
Don't cross against the light, Charmaine. All you need is booze. <laughs> people, I don't understand people who get have you know like we've been trying for seven months. Oh, yeah. Buy some beer. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? And which, by the way, which, hops. By the way, good. yes, yes, yes. Good transition. My there, Dutch Mars. relatives always uh, offering the uh, nursing mother dark beer. Your Dutch relatives. The, the dark Heineken is for wow. women. Yeah, hops is really it. Hops as a element of the earth encourages your body to make more breast milk make more uh, wow. milk so i think an, one thing aside from just all this interesting all these interesting uh <laughs> elements of the food and everything like that also i've been reading reading on the la leche website for some i'm not for for a lot of women it probably takes a little bit of practice right i mean it yes and after one i thought i had it down but the with the second baby, I did need a little bit of a pointer from the from the nurse because she wasn't actually latching on properly. I wonder if sometimes that intimidates some women because they say, well, they tried it and it doesn't work, and then maybe they just stop. I've often wondered about that because I just never had a problem. I just nursed mm-hmm. my... I was, guess I'm really lucky. But I've heard this. Your I kids are smart. My kids are hungry. <laughs> my last guy came out to nurse. That was all he did for a year. So we have Alex, who has a comment. Alex, yes, I, I have a, a question. What about when babies go on strike, a nursing strike? When they're sick, you mean? No. If they're sick. they Did you go on strike? You refuse to nurse? Is that what you're saying? Or? Is that what your mother told you? Well, she said that I weaned myself at six months. Oh, no. I think I understand this because my kids at about a year, there was this window of opportunity where if I didn't offer, they mm-hmm. didn't ask. But at a year, babies are really busy. They're, they've learned how to walk. They have curtains to pull down. They have all sorts of stuff to get into. They have cats to terrorize. And food, so, yeah. They start getting introduced to texturized food. Right, right, right. Which is fun to play with. And I know a lot of, I've known a lot of women who start feet, who start supplementation right away. Uh, um, you know, like they'll either pump their own breast milk. A lot, and women work yeah, now, I, you know, the other thing. It's funny to think about how breastfeeding is, um, w- how it's been int- reintroduced, you know, because I'm pretty sure yeah. that in the 40s and 50s, you Very didn't true. do that. That's you just right. didn't do that. Well, that, that brings up a question, a relative of Mrs. mine. Mrs. Cleaver couldn't have lifted her dress up far enough. No. That's right. The clothing is just the whole idea of clothing. You need to have access, easy accessible clothing to to get your baby to nurse. Yes. A female relative of mine uh, basically asked the question. She she uh, was told that a friend of mine breastfed, and she was amused and thought that's such a fad. Ah. Which is kind of an interesting thought (laughs) because I mean it's been around for. How many hundreds, thousands of years? <laughs> but at the same time, what you're saying is that I think Eve had them. You think so? <laughs> she didn't use formula. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I guess the question is if it was in, maybe it was out of fashion in the 40s in that sense. I, I think it was. I think that much like um, I think that if you were, it, it was a, a <clears throat> sign of being impoverished. It was like an elitist oh, thing. Yeah, like if you had enough money, you bought the formula and you fed yeah. your baby proper. In fact, I have a. My my mother tells the story, and I have a, a story here from a friend. Um, my mother was born in 1939 in the Netherlands under occupation during the war. Mm. Rations were very very tight. Wow! And but she was very healthy because she was lucky enough to be a baby when everybody else was dealing with rations, and her mother breastfed her longer probably than she did the other six children. But um, so she 
you know, came through without the illnesses that her older siblings were mm-hmm. coming down with for not having vitamins and, mm-hmm. um, you know, living on potatoes for a whole winter season wow. and no greens, that kind of thing. But a um, friend of my uh, brother's in <clears throat> Baltimore, Maryland, who's a community mediator, conflict resolution expert, she started the nurse in at Starbucks. She was asked to, to hide away or leave at Starbucks? At Starbucks. Interesting. And um, she has a whole website. Hip Mama interviewed her. Her name is uh, Lorig Charkudian. And um, she's you know been an activist for years and years. And just shocking that she would be in this uh, coffee shop where people are you know kind of laid back, mellow. And with her 19-month-old daughter to be asked to hide it away. <laughs> Everybody at the counter is asking for lattes. <laughs> her baby can't have milk. <laughs> so, but uh, her, her grandfather was um, Armenian, and um, his mother, during the, um, you know, the time of the Armenian genocide, um, fed, breastfed four of her children because there was no food. Oh, my. And wow. kept them going. That's your story? That's my part of it. Yeah, that's the story. You go. It's to say, tell Starbucks to enact and publicly announce a national corporate policy that mothers will not be asked to leave, yeah. cover, move, or hide when breastfeeding The story their is that uh, Starbucks huh. doesn't have any kind of national policy, but the state of Maryland does have the same kind of um, law, like the, the city of Ann Arbor's been voting on to, um, to allow breastfeeding in public places. So Lorig was able to fight Starbucks by saying, well, you're, this coffee shop is in the state of Maryland, which allows me to breastfeed in public <laughs> places. You know, and uh, they held a big nurse in and been getting a lot of reaction <laughs> around the country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing also I noticed on that website for Starbucks, or actually it wasn't the Starbucks, it was, I guess, nurse at Starbucks.org was linked at that oh, website. Huh. And they also have an opportunity where you can have your baby send a letter to uh, the president, CEO, and director of Starbucks. Yeah. With, you can place babies. It says, I'm hungry. Pretty close. Actually, it's more even even more. Where it's, it's a whole paragraph that the baby says. Um, my These articulate children of PhDs. Yes. Part of it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I like to drink my mama's breast milk. It tastes good, and it's so good for me. I like the fact that when my mama takes me places, she feeds me when I'm hungry, which is a lot since my tummy is so small. (laughs) Sometimes she goes to Starbucks. When she does, I don't want to be hungry. I want to be able to nurse there, too. I don't like nursing under a blanket because I can't see my mama, and my mama can't see me, and it gets hot and uncomfortable under there. I really don't like nursing in the bathroom. That's gross. Do you like to eat your food in the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have heard of uh, women who go into the public restrooms in the stalls and try to to nurse their their children hide hide it away hide it away well remember um, john ashcroft made an eight thousand dollar robe for the statue of uh, justice that's right to cover her breast she had them too Hi there, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN. This is a show from March about breastfeeding because this month, August, is Breastfeeding Awareness Month in Michigan. And this is my chat with Charmy Golson of Renegade Solutions and Mars Doritas of Robot Pasta. And just wanted to let you know, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you can find out more about breastfeeding by calling La Leche League of Ann Arbor, L-A-L-E-C-H-E, La Leche League of Ann Arbor. And this group 
provides telephone help for breastfeeding. They have library books they can lend on childbirth, breastfeeding, and related subjects. And they give information about La Leche League International. And the website is actually, okay, go to a search engine for La Leche League of Ann Arbor to find that. Or their local phone number is 734-332-9080. And that's La Leche League of Ann Arbor. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. And now let's go back in time again to March and about the YMCA issue that happened way back when. Like at the Ann Arbor Y, who knows what the problem is there, really? Do they not want someone to get hurt? Do they not want food in the pool? Are they worried that, you know, what, it's going to leak into the pool? Is that what the And then chlorine chlorine wouldn't be enough to disinfect or something. Are they thinking about disinfectant? Are they thinking... Uh, They've got babies with full diapers in there. I bet what happened... Yeah. I bet there was just like some kid that was the lifeguard that said, sorry, ma'am, you can't do that. Didn't exactly understand what was going on. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a nurse in of one. You had a nurse in of one? Yes. I had my uh, first daughter in January, nice and cold, so I stayed, yeah. stayed inside for six weeks, returned to work at the U of M, uh, only to read a letter to the Michigan Daily Editor from a friend of mine, Jackie Coolidge, who's an economist. And um, it was in response to a young man who had written about how he was in the back of the Natsai Auditorium during a lecture, and, ooh, gross, one of the fe- his fellow students was feeding her baby in the back of the auditorium. <laughs> and uh, Jackie had lived in, done uh, coursework in uh, Uganda, where her daughter was born, and said she was totally encouraged there to breastfeed, bring her daughter everywhere, you know, nurse on demand all the time. Um, so, of course, that brought all my brand new motherly hormones out. Yeah, and all oh, they're very powerful and, when you first uh, have a baby, aren't they? And I was invited to come to uh, Dominic's to do my own personal nursing of one. <laughs> That's hilarious. And no, of course, nobody approached. And you know, she, it's the Devardi She was family. thinking, we'll, we'll, we'll get a big response. You can protest. <laughs> but they're wonderful people, of course. Yeah. And, yeah. And very lovely. Well, now, would you like, speaking of which, would you like to hear a breastfeeding public service announcement from Cambodia? Excellent. Okay. Mike, where do you find this stuff? Uh, It it finds me. I believe it. So this this one found me. It wasn't in a dream. It really happened. So are you ready? Yes. Here we go. ไม่จบได้ถูกมหมดเด็ดแผลโอนขวดก้อกันไอ้ไปตอกตะกาโอนมัมเด้ยังตะติงนั่งนั่งเอาไว้ปนนอกมันกลัวเลยแกไม่
ได้จีอาหารดอกประสาทบำเพ็ญสำหรับตีรุกร้องอายุประมุยไข่ตึกด้ามาได้อาจุยเอาตีรุทมหลุดหลอบบันหล่อนังกาปีประชังตึงนังจมูกเซ็งเซ็งสกปรกเพียบหล่ออนาคตบ่บ่เรื่องเรื่อง And that's it. That's great. Do you have a translation for that? I do actually. One thing I'll mention is that that song has become so popular that it's become a, a popular ringtone on people's mobile phones. Oh. The little baby <laughs> singing there. So the, basically, the translation is um, a child sings a, lo- uh, a baby in the hammock is crying, and the child sings a lullaby to the mother to her brother. Little baby in the hammock is hungry to be, be- breastfed. He's crying. I don't know what to do. Even though I comfort him, he won't stop crying. Mom. And then. Okay, I don't have her dialogue for some reason, but uh, the child then sings. Even though you're so busy, you shouldn't forget, Mum. You told me that if he's under six months old, you need to feed your baby with breast milk only. <laughs> And mother, oh, I nearly forgot. You must not give your baby water. Yeah, you remember the big uh, to-do over Nestle formula in the 70s oh, in yeah. India, right? Yes. Where uh, you know, marketing the formula around the world, and women who were perfectly capable of breastfeeding their babies mixed the formula with. Not too, you know, not healthy water, oh. and everybody gets sick. But I have a question for you. Yes, because um, I think this is interesting. Some people have in their family or the children will come up with a nickname for breastfeeding, or I'm ready to nurse, mom. Did any of your children have gestures or words? No, no. I mean, we um, no, because my kids all at about a year. Oh uh, yeah, self cleaned because uh, they. Just did, and of course, my youngest guy bit the crap out of me in about seven or eight months. He was just starting chewing, and Mike keeps turning me down. I think、uh, human pacifier. Time for knack. <laughs> no. See, knack. Alex still nurses, so that was, knows, that's his <laughs> knuckle. That was Alex. That was Alex. Okay. <laughs> one of the.、Uh, oh, I wish I could remember her name. One of、oh, a woman who was working in a local Jamaican restaurant told me about her eleven-year-old brother who would come home from.、Uh, During lunchtime from school to just have a little snack, because <laughs> his mother, of course, dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I couldn't nurse an eleven-year-old,、yeah. especially a boy. Very giving mother. They're stinky when they're eleven. They are smelly. Yeah, and they're mean to each other. Boys, I don't know. I don't. They're a whole another breed of individuals. Alex. <laughs> Alex. Yes, Alex. My parents said that their grandchildren were too old. For knack, when they were old enough to say, "Next side, please." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were talking about the Ugandan,、um, the people in Uganda, and I, I, I think I'm pretty sure. I mean, we live in a very—it's so ingrained that we don't think about it, but we live in a really puritanical、oh, yeah. uh, soci- you know, society. And、um, I saw a special on PBS about—I、uh, think that these gentlemen were from Uganda, and they got relocated to like LA or somewhere like that, and.、Mm. They showed them in their native country, walking down the street and holding hands together, men. And then once they got here,、right. they were、uh, they were talking amongst themselves and saying, you know, you can't hold hands here because they'll think you're gay, they'll think you're a homosexual. And they said, what? Why would that mean we're a homosexual? Isn't that interesting?、Yeah. And it's the same sort of thing, you know, like where you were.、Um, you did you say you were in Uganda? No, you no, you're、um, the Economist. Yes.、Um, Um, But my father's Italian, and the young men there drape their arms around each other, walk、oh, around the village.、Yeah. They're super macho. Oh yeah, they are. There's not a question about that. That's、oh, true. But they're yeah, good, great friends and human beings. You know. 
Sure. So I think this might mammals, as you say, as a society, <laughs> as a society, it might be just a American culture that has a propensity to reject intimacy. Yeah. In any, it's not encouraged in any way except from you know male and female sexual relationships. I mean, how many we separate in this country according to class, according to age, according to sex. I mean, can you, you you don't go to the pub and see, you know, go down and have a beer and a hamburger and have children and grandchildren yeah. all hanging out together. And um, I, I think that that in part might be some of the root causes of uh, the, the issue at, at the Y, you know, the, the kid that said, hey, you can't do that. Like he'd probably made or, or I'm assuming yeah. it was a it could have been a girl. They that need was a some life. young stain paintings up. <laughs> What's that? Uh, one of the Dutch masters, you know, famous for painting these great family party scenes where the women are nursing any child young enough to come by, and <laughs> everybody's raising a glass and and eating and eating well and enjoying the company, eating yeah. well, enjoying the music. Yeah. What else do you want to know about breast milk, Michael? Well, one thing actually, just another article that I saw talking about cow's milk. There's a great comment here in the Chicago Tribune. Cow's milk, which is loaded with life-sustaining calories, fat, protein, vitamins, and calcium, is considered to be nature's perfect food if you're a calf. True. (laughs) And it says, for human babies, breast milk is overwhelmingly better, and parents should wait until their children turn one before introducing cow's milk. That's according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. Wow. Because they're smaller than cows. Yeah, the fat content is pretty high, and you don't need to grow... I mean, fat content must be pretty high in breast milk, human breast milk, because yeah. my little breastfed babies were all big, fat, little juicy things. And there's a whole bunch of quotes also I found. Actually, we're coming close to 7 o'clock, and soon we'll be able to face the music Ooh. with Jim Dwyer. Oh, Jim's doing the Jim, our Jim show. Dwyer. Now, Mars and Charmy are here with me, and we've been enjoying the Jim show. Jim had an attempted breastfeeding experience. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, I had a um, my ex husband. But it turned Italian out to be a turn off for the baby. <laughs> oh, the baby! Tri- oh, the baby tried to nurse. Oh yeah, yeah. that's they funny. gave him one babies- of those looks. Like, what do you think? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, my first husband tried to do the same thing. I'm gone. You know, the mom's gone. The baby's screaming and trying to nurse. And why not? Give but it a go. It sure doesn't work. <laughs> Well, this has been Pandora's Lunchbox, and it's already 7. Thanks for having us on. Well, thank you for thank coming. Thank you, Mike. Sure. And thanks for thinking of, of uh, thanks for doing this on your show, thinking of human breast milk as food. Yeah, definitely. Indeed. So, uh, Charmy, who hosts Renegade Solutions, as you just heard before this show, and Mars, who is a co-host of Robot Pasta <laughs> every Saturday at 5 o'clock, and Jim Dwyer, who is another co-host of Robot Pasta, Pasta and the Quad Host system that they have for Robot Pasta. <laughs> all four members of the family hosting Robot Pasta. Jim will be here in just a moment to help us all face the music. Bing Crosby, wrap your troubles and dreams, take four. Castles may tumble, that's made after all. Life's really funny that way. Sang the wrong melody. We'll play it back. See what it sounds like. Hey, hey. They cut out eight bars, the dirty bastard. And I didn't know which eight bars he was going to cut. Why don't somebody tell me these things around here? 
Christ, I'm going off my nut. Uh, the last bastion of freeform. WCBN FM and Ava. Sounds like a bunch of left-wing hippies to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, that mic is on. The mic's Bill. on. Oh my God! Turn off the mic. <laughs>